Era begins again. And how you guys doing? going to be one of them shows today we're going to have a nice friendly debate something that this damn country don't know how to do if a lot more people learned how to debate and look at both sides of uh the story or opinion in this country things would be a hell of a lot better so i'm going to be having a special guest on he's going to be arguing because you know i've been doing some coverage about uh you know the leftist tearing down monuments and freaking trying to get rid of the stars and bars confederate flag to you uh new younger generation god knows you guys don't know civics out there i don't even think they teach civics anymore the way these uh teachers are but we're gonna have a friendly debate uh about that and many other type of deals but uh you know here we go let's get ready to rumble and i got ko on the line what's up buddy What's going on, brother? How you doing, bro? Oh, doing great, man. You know, I really appreciate you coming on the show, giving your angle to the whole, uh, you know, conversation going on in this country. And I have to say, I talked to you off air and stuff, and it's like, you know what? If people can actually debate like, you know, we're about to, I think this country actually be a better place. Yeah, people just need to be objective, right? So... Now tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is Ko. Um, I'm, I, you know, I'm I'm in the Brotherhood. Not going to get into names, but uh, you know, uh, I'm in a one percent life. Where I've been I'm almost a lifer, um, and though know, I also exist in society, um, so it was just corporate, so the opposite of the life that we tradition that we come from. Um, so I see both walks of life. I understand our tradition and I understand the tradition of society. Um, so I have a perspective of, of both walks of life. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, that's something that's good. You know, uh, um, many people don't understand bikers have many faces nowadays. Uh, you got white collar, uh, 1% bikers, you got freaking, uh, you know, the blue collar 1% bikers. Uh, but what's yeah, good yeah, is yeah. it melts it all into one. Now, what are you know? What are we going to be talking about today? And you know, because I know you uh, made some comments on the YouTube channel part. Right now, if you're on Spotify yeah. or iTunes, you can uh, you know go over to YouTube if you want to watch the video part of it. Uh, I was like, I was telling Kale, and I got to get into this video stuff. You know, where I get you know maybe use Zoom or something might be easier to do this type of stuff. But on the you know we are radio, that is our wheelhouse. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, and I'm always open for future debates. Again, thank you for at least bringing me to the table. But uh, we had, there were some comments in regards to, we're going to talk about the stars and bars, um, black, um, black um, Lives Matter movement, um, racism, right? Because it doesn't exist in, it exists in all ethnics, ethnicity. Um, things of that nature, I think, would be a good debate. Um, for you to share your side and for me to share mine. <laughs> Rock and roll. Okay, now we're going to get uh, going here. Uh, I think my first question is, you know, you're in both, uh, you know, types of life, you just said, you know, a professional and in uh, the biker scene. 
What is your thoughts about what's going on in this country right now? I think it's the perfect storm. You have individuals who are suppressed because, and this is this is all all racist people suppressed because they're losing their jobs, economy's falling, people stuck in a house. <clears throat> now, <laughs> all they have is social media outlets to um, entertain themselves, right? Because you can't really go out. Depending on what state you're in, most states you can't really go over to the bars and hang out. You know, you got to go to the liquor store, come back to the house and. People are restless. And so if you take people who are restless and you give them a cause, whether they're for or against the cause, you're going to have an explosion. And I think that's the state that America is in right now. And then you add all of that and you put it in an election year where people, could, you know, you ever talk about money, religion, or politics, you're always going to get an interesting response from people. Mm. And I think that's what we have right now. Right. Who do you know? You were talking about uh, the stripe that's going on right now, and I do think social media plays a huge part in that. But do you believe that you know? Because I'm in the media business and stuff. Do you believe that the mainstream media is stoking the fire? Absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. Depending on what side you're on, right? You could watch Fox News, and Fox News is going to say, "Oh, Trump is doing an amazing job." Oh man, he's it's ahead of the curve, and they're the testing, and they're going to play all the good sound bites, right? And then you go watch CNN, and CNN's going to be like, oh, Trump is he's horrible. And unfortunately, there are more left uh, avenues of media than there are of the right. Um, so, you know, as a person who is not savvy to understand which propaganda they're watching, they're just scrolling through the channels, I they're going to get more of a taste of the feel right now, the left than they are the right. Mm-hmm. But I absolutely feel like they are. And nowadays, even Facebook, right? People, people will read something on Facebook and understand that there is no fact-finding of what's posted. And people take what they read on Facebook as, as the law, right? And they save it, screenshot it, and they walk around and they include that in their arguments every day for whatever their perspective is. Right. Um, and that's, I mean, young people are doing it more and more, right? So you ask them, well... You know, what's, you know, what's old in general? Like, well, what's the basis of that? Like, who's the source? I, I don't know. I just saw it in my news feed. It's, it's, it was in my news feed. So it's real. Like, no, the world doesn't really work like that, right? So, because depending on who the source is, we're going to determine, you know, the validity of the actual facts. Because nowadays, you know, with statistics, you know, you can skew the statistics any way you want, depending on what's the argument you're trying to make. Right. Well, you know what? That was a perfect, uh, you know, response and example. Now, let's get into the two parties real quick. And yes, we're going to be talking about the stars and bars and stuff. Many people, if they've been watching me for a long time, because I've mentioned it uh, before, I used to be called what was called a blue uh, dog Democrat. You know, Chicago and stuff. I'm real hardcore union uh, firefighters. Uh, you know, but the Democratic Party right now has moved so far left and socialist that it's not even recognizable as a party. It used to be a party of the worker, uh, all that good stuff. And people ask me, well, well give me an example of uh, who would, you know, you would vote for uh, over Trump. And I'd be like Joe Manchin or Krista Cinema out of Arizona. Uh, do I think Trump is, uh, you know, the best in the world? No, we all have our faults and stuff. But he's an American first type of president 
and he's really trying to put the, you know, you were talking about the economy, how we lost the economy and stuff. Well, that was from the COVID-19. Uh, we all know that, and, uh, well, boy, we can talk about that in the next debate. <laughs> but, you know, that's the type of person where I'm coming from. I'm a down-the-middle type of guy, like both sides of the story, and you're right. Depending on what platform you're on, people are like sheep nowadays, and I think it's uh, – Boiling up to a point where, uh, second, you know, we're in a soft, you know, soft second uh, civil war is what I'm saying. Uh, agree, agree. And but to your point, now I will agree with you that right now for the economy, a lot of my, a lot of my friends, my brothers are going to agree with me. I feel like Trump is a better person for the economy, and, but I'm going to disagree with you. I'm not going to say he's for the people. I'm going to say Trump is for himself. He's for his businesses. And we're going to benefit because he's benefiting. So I feel like he's going to make decisions. He's going to pass laws. He's going to dump money into sectors that benefit him. And as a result of them benefiting, we're going to get the crumbs. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. As long as my portfolio and my, my 401k is growing up and is growing, right? It's what, you know, and my bank account is getting bigger. If it's at the behest of a racist, I mean, and they fuck it. I mean, because ultimately I can have a person who I can say is not a racist, but wants to attack corporations or wants to break unions and it's going to cause me layoffs and kill my portfolio. Well, I don't want that either. So it, it becomes to not necessarily, for me, business isn't about morals. It, it's about, it's, it, it's about not, not, no dollars and cents, right? And so who's, who's, going to do, who's going to do the most for me and my family, right? And so unfortunately, it's the asshole in this case. Now, you brought up, the, you know, Trump was a racist, and, uh, you know, I'd like to get an example of Trump being a racist. Okay. So, what, what the typical people do, do you, do you remember when Trump was first running for president? Mm-hmm. And he goes, here's my black friend. Here's my black friend. I have a black friend. I, I, look, right here. Stand right here. You always have that one person who's a seller. You're the one person who allowed to be used as a prop. You know, I, to me, if you, you know, that, to me, that's, that's evidence of showing that, you know, that's it's a form of racism, whether it's, if it's subconscious or not. You know, I'm not saying he consciously have done it, but ultimately, or, for example, you get into the protest in Virginia. I mean, Trump says a lot of things. Maybe honest, Trump says a lot of things that we all think, and he says it. And I, I actually like that about him. At least you know you stand with the guy. But when he got into that, into the protest, and that, I think that was a girl, that guy got ran over by that car. Those were outright racist individuals that were out there protesting in Virginia. And he came out there and said, you had fine people on both sides of the fence. Well, isn't that true? It could be, you know, yeah, you know, like you said, you know, blacks have racists, whites have racists. Uh, you know, Correct. and he was first it, coming it, it, up, you know, it, racist, but, but I'm, I mean, one point I'm wondering I, I, about I think, is, you I think put, he should have clarified it. Well, I think he should have clarified that because it's sitting here and saying, you have certain people walking around with KKK hoods on. You, you, you got people walking around with fucking nooses. To me, they got, that's not a fine individual. So, so I, I didn't see now again, I'm not the expert, but I don't recall seeing any black people walking around out there walking around with uh, any props of, of, of white people. I, I didn't see, but I, I saw plenty of white supremacy groups out there with plenty of props and spewing all kinds of hatred. And he, he, you call on those fine people? That, 
I, I have to disagree with that. And I feel like that's an opportunity where he's going to, I mean, I, I've honestly done work at a Trump, at a, uh, a Trump rally. And let me tell you something. A buddy of mine owns a restaurant. I went there to help him cook. Okay. It was in upstate New York. We were handing out free hush puppies. I don't know if you all, but the Southern thing. Mm. I've had, this is a Trump rally. I've had a gentleman try a free hush puppy and his girlfriend smacked it out of my hand and said, oh, we're not going to, we won't take food from niggas. So I can just tell you from only from I've seen, the unique thing that people say is what I say is not, it's not the truth. It's just my pain. The pain like mm. assholes. Everybody's got one. But my experience at a hardcore Trump rally, now I'm not, and let me tell you something. I met some very fine people there too. Now I've, I've met some people who are, oh, I love hush puppies. And they were from all over. But in my experience, I don't, I don't, I can't, I'm not going to sit here and, and say something that's not true, but I'm trying to be careful with my statement, but I saw a good portion of people that I experienced, um, that are racist, that are part of Trump, um, uh, rallies and they kind of spoil the experience of the rest of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Well, we can say the same the with, uh, you know, the BLM movement right now where they're walking around hanging effigies of cops and, Going after Whitey. Yeah, but at so. a Biden at a Biden rally, at a, at apples to apples and apples. At a Biden rally, are you finding, you know, are there, there are there groups of minorities saying fuck white people? Well, you know, first you have to get Biden out of the basement, man. He he's not doing any rallies and stuff, and they're hiding him away because you know he's got dementia and stuff. They don't even want him to. Uh, debate, they don't even okay, want him to debate it. Trump. But going back to Trump being a racist, how can you explain to me then why he got? Uh, let, let's clarify. Say that's not racist. He makes. I would say let, let, let's 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 take it a step back. Let's not say because. Well, let, well, let I'm me make my let, let me make my point racist. real quick. He makes, he, can, he makes racist. He he can make comments that are racist that, that, that are perceived that. as racist by a minority. But can you explain to me why uh, he was standing next to Rosa Park and Muhammad Ali in the medal for doing uh, you know what he could for the black folk? He actually got a medal, you know, and this uh, Al Sharpton out I mean, there, also, I consider the biggest he, uh, race baiter there did, is. That, and he did prison reform. And he did prison reform, right? Something. Let's not forget uh, that. He something did prison old, reform. Something Obama didn't um, even do. Something <laughs> that Obama didn't do, right? But that being said, um, we all know in life and in organizations, sometimes we have to. Uh, I don't know. I say set a trap, but we have to do things. We have to do things to get a vote. It's politics. It's called. You know, they don't call them kissing the babies and stealing the candy for nothing. So well, I the, just the, the incident I was talking I'm about I'm was part, way I'm, I'm before I'm he ran. Across the Oval, his advisors advised him on making strategic decisions and, and doing things so that when his re-nomination comes up, so he has strategies. And strategists come and tell him, hey, we have to touch points X, Y, and Z to be able to touch a certain demographic for our next election. Mm-hmm. Now, he could have done those things out of the goodness of his heart, right? I, I can never say he didn't do it. Well, that's because, something I mean, that I Joe Biden hasn't done in poly- polygraph. That but, w- well, I just feel, based on other comments he makes, I feel like the things he did do were just a strategy to make the argument that you're making now where he has some type of defense so that he can survive the next election. 
Okay. Now, uh, my turn on that one. You're talking about comments and strategy where you got Joe Biden, who's been in 47 years and in the 70s said he didn't want his children going, uh, you know, school with the, you know, the jungle monkeys. Uh, But, you know, it's every two to four years that, uh, you know, the Democrats come out and say, well, we need the black vote. And, you know, all you have to do is look in Chi-Town right now. 60 people were shot last week, all on the south and west sides. You know, Chicago, I don't think people Mm -hmm. understand, Mm -hmm. is the most segregated city in the country. It was designed that way when there was the migration coming up from Mississippi, Alabama, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, It was segregated uh, for, you know, on purpose. But when you're talking about statements and strategies, where do you... You know, what side of the, you know, the fence do you come off on when, you know, you got Joe Biden out there making them types of statements? He has been for years. He was best friends with Robert Byrd, who was the grand uh, wizard of the KKK in West Virginia. Strong Thurman, who was uh, the founder of the Dixiecrats. And and that's one thing I want to get out there. You know, people say during the Civil War, that was the Dixiecrats. Dixiecrats didn't come into existence until 1948. That's about 100 years after, or, or, you know, something like that, 100 years after the Civil War. Where do you come down on something like that? Joe Biden is part of the good old boy network. So he is the old Washington. Would you you consider him racist by his comments? I was, I would, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah. So if he made those comments, he's no different. He should be held to the same standard, right? So, mm-hmm. you, know, if I'm, you know, fair means that no matter who you are, it's, and I think we talked about this offline, racist is racist, right? No matter if he's your favorite or not. And to tell you the truth, he's really not my favorite either. Um, uh, so I think he is just, and, and another thing about just touch base on your comment, it's, I think minorities and black America is becoming more aware that, just because you're just because you're blue doesn't mean you automatically should get the black vote, and that's been the perception for such a long time. Oh, if it's a blue state, you you, you automatically have the black vote, mm-hmm. and I think that's changing. Um, and because of people make, doing the history as you have, I mean, he's also part of he was friends with uh, Bill Maher, and Bill Maher. They're, they're, I don't know if you ever heard of there's like a, there's the red shoe. Like a secret side, they they wear the red shoes, right? And those red shoes are symbolic for um, torture and all kinds of heinous things that go back to the, um, you know, to the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And these are individuals. They have all kinds of secret societies. And, and bottom line, they're dirty. They're all dirty. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden is no different. And I mean, if you also want to make the argument, you can say he's fucking sexist as well. I mean, he's got these allegations coming out, and he can't give you a fucking straight answer. So. I'm not saying he's any better than Trump by no means. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's like what you want. It's like it's like you know, you're going against evil and evil. Right, right. And uh, you know, while we're talking about uh, the Civil War era, let's talk about the the stars and the bars because that's something that you uh, yeah, let's talk about that consider offensive and stuff. You actually called me a bigot because of the stars and bars. <laughs> <laughs> And by any means, anybody knows. Until we talk, I, I said, because actually I had to educate myself. If you're going to be honest with the show and our listeners, and maybe they'll learn something. 
but I'll let you continue with your introduction, and then we'll get into it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, first thing I want to ask, you know, before we even go in this, uh, with the stars and bars, can you tell me about the American flag? What each, uh, you know, what the symbols mean on that? So, I drink a lot and I smoke. I mean, I'm sure I can look it up on Wikipedia and get into the stars as far as how we got here, the history and the, the states. And mm. Well, the, the reason why I ask but is I the you. imagery of the Confederate flag, the, you know, the 13 stripes on uh, correct. Now, the now, American flag. The stars, the the stars and bars, yeah, so... Now, no, I'm not talking now, about the. I'm not talking about the example, stars and bars. I'm talking about the American flag. That you know, the thirteen stripes is the thirteen colonies, and uh, the stars are the states. But uh, with the the states, stars yeah. and bars, for one, it was not the symbol of the Confederacy. Uh, there was actually other flags that were, uh, you know, the I don't know how can you say it, the official ones. The stars and bars was. Uh, General Lee. What's the first national flag? Well, the stars and bars What's was the first national flag. Stars. The stars and the bars. I'm talking about yeah. the Confederate flag was uh, the Army of Northern Virginia. It was never the official one of the Confederacy. Uh, but talking about the Confederacy, you got a lot of people, and I'm going to argue a, a point where I believe the United States were the traitors. And I can back that up. Uh, you know, do you know what the Tenth Amendment is? On the Constitution? Yeah, I don't know by heart. Okay, the con- the Tenth I- Amendment to the Constitution. It is part of the Bill of Rights, and it was ratified in 1791. It expresses the principle of federalism and states' rights. Now, a lot of people are going to say it was about slavery. Uh, which I agree, some of that war was about slavery, and, you know, Generals Lee... It definitely was a byproduct of the war. Right. Longstreet, mm-hmm. all the major ones that they're trying to tear down right now are people that were actually against slavery. They wanted it abolished before the war happened. Uh, you had uh, General Lee, he was in a church service, and he actually kneeled uh, with an, uh, a black man. Uh, so a lot of these that they're trying to tear down... We're actually against it. General Lee was actually asked to lead the Union Army, uh, but because of the way the people, you know, looked at things, and that's the problem. A lot of people, this is 2020, yes, but you're not looking at it through the lens of that time period. Uh, Slave trade's been going on forever. It's still going on to this day with uh, India. They got over 18 million slaves. China, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Uzbekistan is doing it and one thing that is all the same and it has been for hundreds of years is blacks are selling out blacks in Africa can you explain that one well that, but that's not that's not what the debate is right so the hmm. debate is as I said earlier you know, kind of initiated our I, I want to come back to the flag thing but I just want let me address that that I, that I stated in our comments Racism is racism. Mm-hmm. So this is not about, oh, well, uh, people misconstrue Black Lives Matter as an attack on white America. It's against it's inequality. So if you're the, whoever color that is, and in this case, it happens to be law enforcement. And, and, and this law, <laughs> for most know cases, how I feel it's them. law enforcement. <laughs> but but to, 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 to your point is, as I told you, 
there's racism in every ethnicity. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, if you, if you go back to history, a lot of the African-Americans that were the blacks that made it here, they weren't the ones getting captured in the jungle. It was other, other African-Americans catching them and selling them to the, the, you know, the, the Saxons to bring to back to, to, to America. So, but you know what, though, with that being said, and like you said, there's Muslims to this day that have slavery and things of that nature. So whether they're black, purple, green, white, if they are participating in slavery or, you know, that's, it's wrong no matter what your creed. Oh, you're damn right but it's wrong. the only thing that I can say is that, but what I can tell you is, though, you don't have any blacks that were selling blacks, having black slaves, Muslims having, Muslim, having slaves. They don't have any monuments in the United States. They don't have any buildings named after themselves. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a black slave owner that has a monument anywhere in America? Well, you know, you're talking about that. What about uh, Frederick Douglass? Do you believe that his uh, statue should have been torn down? I feel like... You know who mm-hmm. Frederick Douglass is, right? You say Frederick Douglass. I know exactly who Frederick Douglass is. And I, I'm, but at the, end, at the same time, people are tearing down Frederick Douglass, and they're, they, they are, there's a controversy from a vast different side. This is what we get back to, depending on who are your sources. We talked about this in the beginning of our conversation, the people mm. getting their source. When you start dealing with historians, depending on which historian you're saying, if they were a slave or not. I mean, you got historians that say uh, Abraham Lincoln uh, had a had a had a had a mixed child, but this. Well, you I mean, you, you this, ask no, about no smoking gun. You ask about uh, you know Correct. an African American that an actual African American that owned slaves. You ever heard of Anthony Johnson? Anthony Johnson was the first uh, black uh, African to legally own a slave in America. But does he, where's his building? Where's his monument? He's actually in uh, Virginia. I, I, I've, I, he has a monu- monument in Virginia? He has a monument in Virginia. I've never. That's Anthony Johnson. I've never. You know, I think 1600 I've never seen Anthony. Where's, it at, where, where's Anthony Johnson's monument in Virginia? It's in the Virginia colony because he's one of the uh, originators of that colony when they first came over. So, the, yeah, but I mean, but where's his monument? Right outside of Maryland, right there in uh, Virginia. Right in Kayser, around that there area. And where's the source of this Anthony Mason being the... What source Anthony do you Johnson? Know saying that he's the first? Anthony Johnson, that's well known that he was the first one. He made all his money in uh, tobacco. <laughs> well, that's... <for>, <laughs> It's tobacco country. Uh, you can find anything I talk about. You can talk on Wikipedia or, you know, it's even in the history books, this Anthony Johnson. Uh, but, you know, stars and bars, let's uh, re-get but, to, to the but, stars so, and but, bars. But, 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 let's, let's pose that one comment, though. So let's say, you, okay, we dug out Anthony Johnson, one person, right? Oh, one, there's men, there's, he was just and, the first. In the grand scheme of things, how, how many, he's the first, but. You want to talk about grand scheme? You're going to sit here and tell me that there were there was equally amount of black slave owners as there was white slave owners? No, I'm not saying that, but there was some. So when you're talking about the South, and okay, but, slavery, but, 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 I mean, but, but we got to bring, we gotta talking, bring it about, all. We got to bring it were, all together. And they were just as bad. 
they were just as bad as the piece of shit of the other slave owners. Mm-hmm. Because you always got a fucking traitor, and he's a fucking traitor. But at the end of the day, he's a bit, but he is the he hit the fucking lottery. He's that he's that one percentile versus the ninety nine percentile that were white slave owners, and and there are way more monuments and way more uh, uh, statues of individuals. Because let's just be clear, black people did not have the means. Or the respect, even if they were had something legal, you could legally in those days say you had the right to do something. And somebody still blew your your head off, and there was no consequences to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we so, have to. I mean, you can bring well, one we ha- person. We have to. Agree. What, what's what's we one have... person to a, to a million other people who are doing it? Well, oh, there was many. He's just more as bad than as a million. Was, He's just as bad as a million. It was many more than the but one. But there was a minority. But was it the minority, <laughs> the one that was selling their own people? Till the still to this day. What, you know, how do you address your own people selling their well, people well, well, into we said slavery? That, we, said, we said racism is racism. Is, is racism well, that's right? not racism. That's a commerce. You go over to Africa, right, and you've got all kinds of guerrilla warfare depending on what kind of tribes. Right? Mm-hmm. Different cultures in different lands. I'm not a, I can't speak for another country because I don't live there, right? I'm not a citizen of that country. I don't know the first thing about it. So for somebody to come and try to make an argument versus another country that neither me or you were born or lived there. Ah, uh, you just said that, you just said, you just said the magic words. You just said the magic what? words. We were it's never born there and we weren't living at the time. So no, no, no. I'm talking about now. You're, t- you're talking about the present time. You're talking about no, because you're the comparison. Talking about the present time of saying of how they're right now. You're saying just. I mean, let's. Well, they I are. heard you saying <laughs> that there are black people and other. So, now, but I'm saying, but I'm saying in those countries where you're speaking of, because it's not happening in the United States. Oh so, yes, it is. It's I, still I, happening. I mean, you aren't it, there. It's still happening in huh? the United. It's still happening in the United States slavery till this day. It's still so, happening. Uh, Slavery on what degree are you talking about? Sex trafficking? No, not only sex trafficking, but if, you know you can buy a, a Haitian for ninety bucks, bring him up here, and indenture him. Yes, yeah, slavery is still happening in the United wow. States. It's prevalent. It's still happening in well, South America. I, 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 you know, and this ain't just sex I mean, I, trafficking. In the United slavery. States, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not it's, it's definitely. I mean, anything's possible nowadays. Shit, you could buy. If you could buy meth, I'm pretty sure you could probably mm-hmm. buy. Um, but no, where is the outrage with um, BLM? But, but it's illegal on the current slavery. With the outrage, with, what? Where's their uh, participation? It's, we, we in know, this? We, what do you mean? What do you mean the outrage and the participation? Well, Black Lives what, Matter. What, what you're stating the Black Lives Matter are out there protesting mm-hmm. against whites. Uh, everybody's mm-hmm. racist now. Where are they with the current slavery going on? Where are they? Where sixty blacks get shot in Chicago, where is the outrage going on? You know, black on black crime is a huge and, and, problem. And, and, and my community, and my community, I I, we, I I see the outrage, right? So let's let's address the piece by piece, which because what you just gave me is, is a pretty multi layered piece. Mm-hmm. Well, let's first of all, Black Lives Matter. Okay, you have you have an idea or. Uh, you know, a, a, a noble idea. Now, as I've told you offline, that can be exploited. People exploit that and use it, and they take it to the extreme. You know, you know, my my idea of Black Lives Matter is not have it painted on the fucking street, right? right. Um, it's not it's not the idea of abolishing police, right? 
it, but it's but it should be a cause or a movement to at the end of the day get lobbyists in Washington D.C. to make some type of reform where law enforcement is accountable mm. for unnecessary use of force oh, or for 100%. racial profiling. I agree. Well, bikers go through that that crap. That's 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 absolutely. So I I feel like now, now, now again, every cause you have people who go to the far extreme. Now I can tell you I don't I don't know what forums you're in, but the forums and the conversations and the social circles that I am in. Shoot, a couple of weeks ago you had a I don't know if you remember on Father's Day in Chicago you had over a hundred people that were shot on Father's Day. Um, so we talk about that all the time about. Not not killing our own, but that but Chicago, town that that's that's banging, man. That's gang shit. That's gang shit. That's just going to be here to the end of time, and it's sad and it's unfortunate. But it, the end of the it's day, pretty unfortunate. Gangs ain't going nowhere, and gangs gang, It's gang, pretty gangs, unfortunate. Gangs is that... not a gangs, and banging it's not it's not just about it's not about it's black on black crime, but gangs are there's the underlying issues that's causing those, those shootings, right? And so that's, that's gang-related, and it's unfortunate. And well, it's, it's unfortunate it's that a one-year-old girl got killed. Do you watch a show called The Shy? Nah, it comes on, nah, it comes on Showtime. Nah, okay. Showtime. The Shy <laughs> is something about Lena White. Lena White, she's a gay uh, uh, executive producer. Mm-hmm. And that show actually talks about the exact cause. It's it's a it's a fictional uh, um, uh, series, but they talk about real issues like law and order. They take a fiction, they know they'll make a fictional story, but it's real events. Mm-hmm. The shy is just like that, and they talk about how Chicago don't love nobody, and and, if, and how the young black youth, the mothers, do their best to get them in one of those. Uh, special schools or get them out of there because they're scared they're not going to make it to their 13th birthday. Right. So that is a tragedy and it is being addressed and they do talk about it, but I don't want to see that's his right. I want to do social media. I don't want to do either. Let's not distract from what's coming on. The issue is those hundred people that, I mean, that little girl obviously did not deserve uh, in her environment because she's in a, a, a low poverty area and she's living in a gang area. You know, she did not deserve to get hit by a straight bullet. But let's but that let, let's talk. But that's one part of America. We got a consistent theme going across America, where you have white officers pulling over black men, and we talked about this offline of being an outlaw. Sometimes you get profiled mm-hmm. and are considered guilty because of the color of your skin. Mm-hmm. And I've been, as as a kid, I've been pulled out the car at gunpoint. And you know what their famous excuse is? Oh, you fit the description of a call we got. But I never, I never see a piece of paper of the call or or or, or what the fuck they were looking for. Mm-hmm. But I know I had that gun pointed in my face. Well, do you? So, agree? Well, and, and you know, it, times, it kind of relates to uh, the intent. Well, I'm gonna just gonna talk about Chicago, where I know the West and South Side. It's like freaking a war zone out there. Can you blame, and I can't believe I'm going to say this because I don't support law enforcement. Can you blame them for pulling people over? Here's here's what I say about law enforcement. And let's just say, first of all, say Chicago is like the new Afghanistan, right? Let's, let's, you also take on that burden when you sign up for that job. Same way a Marine 
when he goes to Afghanistan, when he goes to Iraq, God bless all the men who serve for our country, right? Damn right. But they stay, when, they put, when they put on that uniform, they take the risk of walking across our ID. Now, they have training, right, to, to do whatever it is, to try to foresee it, but it's, there's always that level of risk that they can't avoid. And being a police officer, especially in a war zone, because Chicago is, depending on what part of Chicago, let's be completely honest, it's a fucking war zone. You're signing up for that. And if, you're, and if you feel like your training is not up to par or you're a type of officer where you're scared where you're going to racial profile or squeeze first and ask questions later, I mean, once you get on the job, transfer the fuck out. Apply for a job in fucking Florida, Oklahoma, go to Nebraska, go to North Dakota. But that citizen shouldn't suffer because you can't do your job right. Unfortunately, when you're, it's not about being fair. Law enforcement is held to a higher standard because they are voluntarily putting themselves in harm's way to protect and serve others. And with that being said, there are a lot of good officers out there, but you got these bad apples oh, who are I looking at the bad apples. I agree. And making other and, and, and making and, and the bad apples are making are, are outshining the good ones. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because it. Uh, so I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say all law enforcement. I'm not going to say all law. But, but, but to your get to your point, a short answer. Those guys signed up for the job. It sucks. But me and you didn't make them fill out an application. Mm-hmm. They chose to fill out an application. They voluntarily decided to go into the war zone, and unfortunately. Their life is on a line at a greater risk than anyone else, and they can their service or the way they do their job cannot be subpar. Well, and if they you, can't, if they well, can't meet the, you, legal, you, the legal you, standard, then they 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 should they shouldn't they shouldn't be doing that job in that geographic area. Well, you brought up that it's a war zone, and in war, don't you do what you have to do to win? Legally, but you know, you, you heard of Gen- Gen- Geneva crimes, right? You, you know, you, you, at war, you know, there, there, there's, even though the enemy, the enemy doesn't play by those rules. Mm-hmm. Well, no, the, the enemy guys, don't. Right? America's always held herself to the higher standard, even in war, that we have to play by a different set of rules, even though they don't. Mm-hmm. That's why, that's why, you know, the, the Muslims were beating us because they would put bombs on women and children mm-hmm. and put them into a marketplace, Right. So because they're not playing by the same rules. So if but the unfortunately cops, again the, co- the cops they, they, these officers and just as well soldiers sign up to this code of ethic, and they're legally and morally bound to it. Mm-hmm. Now you know you're talking about the code of ethics and stuff like that. How do they? Mm-hmm. And I'm just giving a different viewpoint. This ain't you know with me. I got I'm putting out different yeah, viewpoints. Yeah, yeah. How do you Probably expect? Your mind, man. I, I, I how do you here. expect them? You know, 75% of the murders of blacks are committed by 71% of blacks. How do you expect them to combat that in places like see, the West that's, Side that's, and that's, South that's, Side? That's, 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 that, see, I don't want to get into numbers because, remember, again, just reiterating what I said in the beginning of our conversation, right? When I was in college, you know, statistics mm. can be skewed in either kind of way. So I, I, I can't, I, I'm not going to speak or defend against a stat that, 
we don't have an FDA standard, so to speak, right? Obviously, FDA doesn't manage statistics, but I'm using them as like a regulation. We don't have a regulation to solidify the statistics that you're saying now. Well, actually, that was on the low so end. Because it's more up there in the uh, high 80s and 90s, but I went with the lower end that uh, – you know, with the FBI stats and all that stuff. And again, and again, and you're, and you're saying, you're also talking about what's in Chicago and even FBI, let's also say, let's not, let's not, let's not be foolish to say that oh, even no, the statistics that. that are reported by FBI or the police are not skewed because at the end of the day, the, the top dogs and the directors, their bonuses and their jobs are all based on those findings. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I don't know about you in Chicago, but I even know I know about in New Jersey. There's shootings going on every day in the hood that don't make the newspaper or the paper and don't make stat sheet. Mm-hmm. Okay? There are murders that go on all the time that don't make the stat sheet. Right? And so, again, let's just say with just the, those statistics that you're saying are real, you're talking about in an area where people are predominantly well, that's one part na- of Chicago well, that's, is na- that's national. That's national. You're, you know, you're, you're talking. I mean, nah. It's, it's. I, I would. I would definitely say that's not national because at the end of the day, if I pull the stats up, <clears throat> which I didn't do, but we just a second conversation is at the end of the day, even if just saying it's true, guess what? It shouldn't be happening by fucking police officers. Well, no, I. Oh, it shouldn't I, be happening it, by law enforcement. You know, unless it's a. You know, so so, so because unless that's, it's a that's, shooting, that's, and that's why the world is in uproar. Because at the end of the day, yes, and that's what you. That's what police you have police for. If those stats are occurring at the rate that you're saying, the police officers should be the ones enforcing the law on the ones committing those crimes through the judicial system, not being the executioner on the street. Well, I totally agree. When mis- misdemeanor, misdemeanor bullshit. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I also, I'm going to be fair with this argument. I tell people all the time. Now, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be completely fair in this argument because no people are watching this, maybe commenting. My thing is this. I've seen people run away from police. Now, if you're too fat to catch that motherfucker, that's your fucking fault. You shouldn't be shooting him in the fucking back. But at the same time, when an officer pulls you over, you fight back with an attorney. You don't get out the car and reach for the man's gun, right? You don't go there and now if you're wrestling with the officer or <clears throat> officers trying to do your job and you're escalating the situation by being a fucking dick because you don't feel like you should be detained, then you're becoming a part of the problem too, right? Mm. Because statistically. Even if officer is wrong and he's being an asshole in this day and age with these body cameras, if I'm saying when I get pulled over, I roll all my windows down, I put my hands on the fucking windshield, whether I was doing nothing or not, and I don't reach for shit until he feels comfortable. Right. Oh uh, yeah, you know, yeah. And then I hand it to them. At the end of the day, I'm gonna get a ticket. Get, even if I fucking get arrested, but guess what? I'm gonna be alive to fight it. Mm-hmm. Well, but exactly. People, you know, and that's a sad of, thing that uh, the black community can't trust. Oh, I don't even trust the damn guys. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's a sad I, state I, I of up, affairs. Police plant drugs on you all the time, especially if you grew up in the hood and, and you was cutting corners and that day they couldn't catch you and they go pick up a bag of chips and they find a clip of coke under there. Do the, do the narcs come and put one bag of 
one vial on everybody and take everybody in? Absolutely. That's why. You know, at the end of the day, how many fucking... Look at Patterson. Look how, look how many cops, when they, they, they run down, they take, they, they take their money. They may not lock you up, but that money you made that day, they put it in their fucking pocket and they're spending off because they know that you got warrants and they know you're not going to do shit about it. Mm. And that's why there's not trust in... That's why in the local neighborhoods. But then you also have some... You also have the good ones out there. Let's, let's be honest. You have some that... They might pull you over. You might have had a little too much to drink, or your car might smell like some weed. And they'd be like, "Listen, man, you're around the corner from your house." And they're like, "Yo, go the fuck home, man. Don't come back out tonight." Right. You, you do have those too, but they're, they're the, but those kind of cops are the minority that use discretion. And then you have these other cops that are gung ho. In my opinion, how I don't, they was fucking fags in high school. They was never shit. Never had power. Never could get bitches. Now all of a sudden they got a badge and a gun, and they're a fucking cowboy. Well, you hear me on and the show talking around. about that all the time. They're running around like a fucking cowboy. And if you if you know the history on this George Floyd thing, is that that officer had a history with George. Mm-hmm. They had a history. They did security together. So th- he took a personal, uh, and this is allegedly, right? This is my just, again, my humble opinion from what I've read, again, and again, talking about questioning the source, but from the sources that I read, I just alleged overall, they had a history. He took a personal feeling and he brought it into his work situation. And it caught, and I'm, I'm pretty sure and it cost that man his life because mm-hmm. he was unrelentless because he had, you know, he was biased. And you have other officers who do the same thing, whatever experience they had in life, because let me tell you something. I mean, as a, as a biker, you know, it's better than anybody else. <laughs> if you got a state trooper that got burned by a biker, let's say a crotch rocket, I'm going to fucking bag it, bro. I ain't fucking, what the fuck am I running to? But you can have a cross rocket when he burn a fucking trooper, and then you're the first fucking bagger coming by, and you got colors on. He's fucking pulling you over. He's not pulling you over because you were doing something wrong. He's pulling you over because the fucking rice, the the the, 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 the you know the rice burner pissed him off, and he's taking it out on you. All right. Well, you know what, George, Flo- not, with George, yeah, the- with George Floyd, I was one of the first after I seen that and said that was one of the most horrendous things I ever seen, and you can actually look up the segment when it right happened. How did that lead, and I was talking about BLM, I was actually in support of them, until the white liberals took over the organization and found out that a lot of uh, people like Soros and everybody else was uh, funding them. How did that turn, that, you know what, I couldn't believe they took a right turn. How did that go from a guy dying and highlighting police brutality, which I supported because, again, anybody who listened to the show, I bang on them all the time, leading to tearing down uh, statues. They even t- tore down Abraham Lincoln and Thomas Jefferson, for Christ's sake, and Frederick Douglass, who was a black man leading the charge against slavery, and then to the Confederate flag. Absolutely. I think that it's just a snowball effect of people losing focus and, and having nothing else to focus on. So again, you have, and now there's, there's no, you, you don't have to prospect to be the cause of BLM, right? You can just walk out the house, you be Asian and say, black lives matter. Because right now it's also, in my opinion, some people, it feels more like a fad, right? It started off as a movement and then it evolves like any other situation. Now you have some people are part of this movement. They are actually fighting a fight. 
and they're doing the channels and working the way it's supposed to, where you work with your local uh, legislatures and you lobby to get some type of change in your area where you live, and you have peaceful protests to exercise your freedom of speech. Like, you know what, the way I thought everything would be solved would be like Martin Luther King, he changed the world through peace, but now you got Antifa out there, and Antifa is just hot, you know, they took over the BLM movement. And, uh, you know, my question is, how is it going to tear down statues? How is it going down? And it's doing it to service. Right. It's doing a disservice on a, on a bigger scheme of things, right? Because now they're taken away from the legitimacy that really exists, right? And now they're becoming a distraction because, again, people are exploiting it for whatever the benefit is for them, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's money, whether it's leverage politically, um, because, again, this is, a, this is an election year, Um and then you also have this wave of social media where people are angry and they're angry for a host of different things and they're using this movement as their channel to express it. So I think that you know BLM is a complicated topic because like you said, you got you have certain the left who are a part of it who shouldn't be. And then you have other people who exercise it in a way where like Seattle, Seattle's a clusterfuck. Like, come, come on. Oh, you have to what, defund the police. Like, that, that's an oxymoron. And, and we're telling the police that they need more training so that they aren't committing this act. How the fuck are they going to get the training if we take the money away from them? Well, exactly. And now, so, now <laughs> that this, you know, they defunded New York City of all damn places, the biggest terrorist target around. Uh, 2001 happened. How the hell do you take a billion dollars away from them and expect that everything's going to be all right? I think uh, their crime rate, their shootings uh, went up, uh, what, 150%. Uh, It's just just an oxymoron, like you said. Uh, But getting, you know, you were talking about racism and stuff and how the Stars and Bars is associated Mm -hmm. with it. Yeah, the KKK and all Mm -hmm. that stuff used it. But should I be able, as a white guy, be able to go after, you know, the flag of the Nation of Islam? Well, well. Where does it stop? Listen, I'm, let, 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 let me use it. Exactly. That's a good point. But let me show you the analogy. I talked to one of my brothers about my brother the other day. His name was Hitman. And I was telling him I was going to come on the show. And, you know, first of all, let's also educate. There's more than one Confederate flag, right? Stars and bars is one type of the flag. And then you have the, you know, You've got the, uh, I won't call it, the, the stain, what's, what's, what's the names, uh, uh, the three flags. It's, I, I actually had it in my notes. But you understand, you, you know yeah, what the, I'm know. talking about, right? With the, well, the, the stars and flags. bars, the stars are uh, the 13 stars, uh, sessions and, and stuff like stars that. And bar, so, so stars and bars was, well, first, well, by Wikipedia, first national flag, with the seven stars. That's the stars and bars. And that's when I had to actually recant my statement and say, hey, you know what? Hey, this, 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 this proud white woodpecker, it wasn't really claiming a flag that was really used by white supremacy because I've never seen the stars and bars in my experience used. Now, what I have seen was the second and third flags being the stainless banner 
and the bloodstain banners. Now, those were used as, someone took it as a tool and used that as their symbolism for racism. And I have a brother, and he, said, he told me, he said, he was like, yo, you know, this flag doesn't, doesn't mean that to me. It means rebellion. It means freedom. And what I told him is, in the same way to you, it can very well mean what you say. And, I, and, and now that we had the debate, I, I would say I agree with you. I agree with him. I agree with you. The sad part is the m- mass majority of people who, far, uh, as far as the racist, it just sits, it puts a bad taste in other people's mouth because they don't have that same experience or feel that you're expressing. They mm-hmm. see the hate side and the symbolism that was used. Now, as far as the Muslim flag, I know a lot of great, humble, most devout and disciplined Muslims. You know, I, when I came into the Brotherhood, I met the first Puerto Rican Muslim. I never met a Puerto Rican Muslim before. Well, um, I'm not talking about the religion of Islam. And, you know, you know, they, there's okay. people that but, do but that. But, but we're talking about, about but the talk, nation but, but, but of which Islam. Flags? I mean, if you're talking about the, the, you're talking about the, 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 the flag that represents the nation of Islam? Yeah, uh, Farrakhan's crew. Farrakhan's one of the most uh, I mean, well, anti-Semites now, and most racist. I mean, I mean yeah, yes. He, he, he worked he, with he, Libya, for he, Christ's he, sakes. He, 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 but, but I just... I just, I just wanted to clarify, we're talking about the flag versus Nation of Islam. Like, Nation of Islam is broad. So you have, you know, again, just like we just said, every sector has bad apples. Just like law enforcement. So we had good cops. And so we had some bad cops that outshining the good ones. Mm. Same thing about the Nation of Islam. Right. You know, I know a lot of very devout. I'm t- I'm t- I, honestly, I, I'm going to tell you something. Have you ever had to fast before? Have you ever had to fast before? Yeah, we, uh, yeah, trust me. Let me, me tell you something. Catholics. When he has, I mean, I, I can't. Let me tell you something. I don't think I could get up in the, when it's dark and eat and drink and not eat or drink anything until it's dark again. I fucking pass out or I stay in the house. I mean, and these, these are individuals who, who are dedicated to their faith, right? And are very noble people. And then you have people, um, Farrakhan, um, who, again, are extremists, mm. right? No, now to compare, back, because... Look, Earth... look at Muhammad Ali. Look, 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 look at Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, if you watch the movie, and he went back to the Mecca, he saw he had brothers with, with blue eyes and blonde hair. Mm. Well, right? you know, what? the reason you know, why I bring up the Nation of Islam and Farrakhan is you say, you know... Because of the Confederate, the the stars and bars, you know, some uh, racist pigs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Used the you used it for a symbol of hate. Now you I said, said the majority. That, I said I was the majority, majority of the masses. Said, the majority said, of the masses do not use the. We're going to disagree on that. Is that the majority of you know Muslims are one of the well? Hold on, largest a second. I'm getting to, I'm getting world. I'm getting to a point here. You said that the statues, okay. you know, these guys that uh, were generals and stuff mm-hmm. should be tore down. Now, because a certain amount of people were racist using that symbolization, so everything should go. Right. Now, would you agree if you're you're looking at that, you know, the monuments should go and all that stuff, shouldn't I be able to start taking down some uh, Islam, uh, you know, Islam stuff because uh, Farrakhan? Shouldn't I be able to go after that? 
since again, that's the same reason again, that they're using I, for Confederate stuff. I'm going I'm to talk about here's the, the, the decipher factor again that we're using between the two. And I think that we're not connecting what we might disagree on. I'm saying that over the history of time, the Confederate flag has been used. The, the majority has been racist groups. I'm not saying they're the minority. I'm saying they're the majority that have that have given that flag its fame in a negative light. Farrakhan mm-hmm. is the minority. I'm saying that he is not the majority of. He's only you know there are so many different um, types of Muslims. Okay. Farrakhan is a small, small piece of, of, of the Muslim religion. He, he's very, he's a very small piece. So what about the ones that say that us on the minority, the, 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 the minority, even the ones who, what was it, What do they call it? The Rosh law, whatever the, the extreme faith, they're still the minority. You know, there are with millions of China, followers, Muslims in India, Huh? With millions of followers, millions and millions of who believe uh, and, and, that the and, white and, devil no, shouldn't the, be the around. Of, <laughs> and there are way more good Muslims than there are bad Muslims. There are way more good Muslims than bad Muslims, and that's just that's my experience. That's me being um, traveling the world and and and, and well, as people. you just said, there um, the you know what? There's many more, you know good Muslims than uh, bad Muslims, but at the same time, the people that look at this flag, there's a lot more, the majority of the people, it's about heritage, not the hate. They're actually the minority. And, you know, getting off the Confederate flag, if you ever listen to me, I cannot stand, and everybody knows this, I cannot stand a Nazi symbol. I can't stand anything that has to do with the Nazis, because all the fucking millions of people that died trying to fight that guy. And I never could understand where, you know, we had soldiers dying on Omaha, you know, the Battle of the Bulge. How could you support something like that? Uh, you know, that's just comparing, you know, my thought process on this stuff. Uh, I could oh, never support uh, Don't I, ever I, bring I, up I, a Nazi thing to me. But I mean, it's a, fair, it's a fair argument. Mm-hmm. It's a fair. It's a fair argument. I mean, you 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 could, you could say that in your opinion, you could feel like from from your experience that the Confederate flag and the way it's been distributed, you could say, hey, the racists are the minorities because where I grew up, you know, the majority didn't use the flag as a form of racism, right? right? But so, but how? But but those armies in the South, which is a fact, that again they were fighting for a. a the South again. They were, they were fighting for for the independence, right? They wanted independence, as you said, for, for the tenth amendment, right? But one well, of the you know what, a lot of their of, independence, a lot of people don't was understand slavery. was that wasn't the first civil war in the United States. Actually, it's one that happened, but the first one was out of the uh, Hartford Convention, where the Northeast, you know, colonies wanted to rebel. They wanted to, you know, the split off, separation, succeed. So it's been going back and forth for a long time. Uh, but when we're talking about the and South that time, and the let's generals be fair, who and at that time, it, when, when that civil war when they were fighting, slavery was common in the East and the South, right? But it was all over the country. And the, yeah. towards the end, I mean, but, but the second, you no, know, we had the, the latest civil wars, the one that we're talking about, the North had had become progressive and had moved. I mean. Racism was going away, but you know, at least on paper. Let me let, let me be clear. Ra- slavery was still going on, still going on, even when it was 
not well, still going on today. So let's say on paper, it was it, it was and we say that's today, right? But on paper, it was illegal, and the South, when they were part of their part of their independence, they were fighting for. They wanted to keep it legal on paper, not illegal on paper. Um, well, no. What so, I think it was and, and was the states' rights issue, where they wanted the you know the actual you know because back then again you got to look through the lens of what them people were going through back then. Originally, the Constitution limited federal power. It was you know they stated it, and a lot of states were worried about joining the union. You know when the Constitution was made because they didn't want a large federal government because they just beat a monarchy. Uh, so. You know, when it came to that, I think they wanted to decide for themselves. And one thing I do know is the victors of war always write the history. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not. Um, but do you remember the Jim Crow laws? Those were started by Democrats, yeah. The, <laughs> the slavery was Democrats. <laughs> that was a... That was a <laughs> But you got a lot of people that come out and one, one, you got a lot of people that come out and say, "Well, those were Dixiecrat Democrats." That was over a hundred years before that organization. No, I, I, I'm not. Listen, I told you. I, I mean, I, I'm gonna say continually throughout our conversation, so that you know, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna agree to spend certain areas. But I, I will always agree with you, and I think I've said this consistently. Wrong is wrong. I don't care what your color is or what side you're on. Mm-hmm. But you had the Jim Crow laws, and that was a big part of the South. That wasn't the North. That was a big part of the South. Oh yeah, uh, and that yes, was something that was. they fought for and after Mar- the Civil War. And, Mar- Jim Crow and, 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 and let me tell you something: I'm a byproduct of. Let me let me tell you some history and why. I think some people take it to heart more than others. You see, I'm like I'm, I'm a fair-skinned black man. You know why I'm a fair-skinned black man? Because my great great grandmother was black, and she was a house she was a house lady. Mm-hmm. She was easy on eyes, and you know, right. massive. Got her pregnant. Mm-hmm. And when he got her pregnant, my great-grandmother was brown-skinned with blue eyes. But back then, when a, when a slave owner got one of their slaves pregnant, you know, they, they would trade slaves. They would ship them off to a different plantation. They would exchange them like cattle because they didn't want that baby to be born and be able to trace back to what family it came, to, came from. Right. Because that happened all the time. Men were men. They didn't care if they were... Um, they didn't care, but they, they, to them, the, the pussy was pink. They didn't care about the color of the skin. Mm. That, piss, that pussy was pink, and it felt good. Right. And as a, so, and as a result, that broke up families, right? And, and people try to figure out their DNA and their lineage. It starts getting tricky because of practices like that. And I think people, as myself, that well, my my lineage is affected by that, and other people's mm. lineages are affected by that. But you when brought up the Jim they start Crow, seeing brought, represent, representations of, of the South that that fought to keep that going, it touches a nerve. Where well, yeah, somebody I else might not be affected by see it, with your and, and, and they say, "Yo, dude, dude, it's just a fucking flag," because to them, it, it, it was no, there's no accessory impact to them. Mm-hmm. Well, you brought up uh, the Jim Crow laws, and like I brought up earlier, Martin Luther King got rid of them. And he did it peacefully. Where the hell is everything coming now? You know, this sure the hell ain't a Martin Luther King movement. 
No, he would turn over. Would, it's more of a Malcolm X movement. <laughs> but, but was Malcolm X? Was, was Malcolm X? And he still was. He still wasn't as. He still wasn't as violent as people are today. And what, they, what I'm saying is his 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 argument delivery was different from Malcolm, from from um from the King in a sense. Where should I be? You know, could he, I be he, able to he, tear he down to, um, he, Malcolm X's stuff? There's a college out here. Should it be renamed? He was the one of the biggest racists too. In the beginning, and then he changed as well. Forgot him. Remember how close him Ali was? He he was the first. That's why you think he killed him. Why, why do you think? I don't. I don't well, think the nation, the nation, nation I Islam. Like, I, I, I thought the Islam, <laughs> the Islam nation killed him because he did see the light, and he said at the end of the day that my brother, I have white brothers, because at the end of the day, what was important to him is, is that they, you are my brother if you worship Allah. And it didn't matter what the color of your skin was. Mm-hmm. And Farrakhan didn't agree with that and didn't like that. And he also didn't agree with, he wasn't a fucking pedophile, mm-hmm. right? With Elijah Muhammad. He wasn't with, he wasn't with you know, the, 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 the sleeping with young girls. Right. And so that when he saw that, he changed his ways. He, you know, so and, and we all evolve, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, we, we talked offline, you evolved, I've evolved. So did he make decisions? In the beginning, that were that were anti-Semitic and racist, absolutely. But in the end of his life, he saw the error of his ways, and it costed him his life. So, I would say, would I take down his statue? No, because the, the, one, he didn't lynch anyone. Um, he didn't definitely own any slaves, and he did document and start. And he changed his preaching, and had an amazing following. And that's why they killed him. Mm-hmm. But getting back to you saying today, what they're doing now, the looting of Fifth Street and you know, uh, and, and vandal- vandalism, it's like you know, you're, you're, you're getting mad about police officers breaking the law, but, but you're going to turn around and break the law. It's stupid. You, you, you're mad about them breaking the law, so you're going to break the law because they're breaking the law. And at the end of the day, all you're doing is hurting the business, the, the economy, and, and, and a business person, and you're making another person a victim, just like the victim that got you angry. It has nothing to do with it, and you're tearing their shit up. You know, if they're really mad, you know, go, go down to the go down to the police station. Go down to the police station. Go fight fire with fire. Go down there. If you want to do some shit, go down there. Right. Go go into an environment that's going to bite back. Well, you don't know be what? a bully. Don't go on. Don't. I, I never. We've been running over an hour now, and I think this is one of the best debates I've been into, educational and stuff that way. Uh, but I think you know, at least on my part, we can agree. History needs to, you know, to be history to remind us not to go back. You know, and tearing them down or getting rid of this and that. Uh, it's not even, it's, it's Marcus, you know, they're doing the same stuff ISIS did. Uh, but I think we need the history there to remind us not to go back that way. I think that, I, 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 I'll close you on this, is I, I feel like they, they should do something about it, but not in, a, not in a violent manner, right? And so I think we should, if we're saying that we want, a change and a systematic change. Then, like Martin Luther King, he he uh, he, he 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 turned the cheek way more times 
before he got somewhere. And so I think people are tired of turning the cheek, but we have to show more patience and have to be better than those who are attacking us and keeping their foot on our neck. Um, but the statue shouldn't stay, but we, we, we can find a better way of, um, of, of having them removed because I'd rather, I'd rather take down the statue in a systematic way where I gain Hollywood's respect and you join my, my cause than you having uh, empathy for my cause, but because how I handle it and tear down the statue, I lose you. Mm. Well, I just lost an go. alliance because of the way I carried out the means. I'd rather say, let's go about it in a way where we gain alliances and keep the far left and big business out of it. But that's another conversation for another day. But Hollywood, I definitely, this has definitely been, I, I'm grateful. I appreciate the opportunity for you opening up your platform and uh, having this great debate. Well, I think this is what this country needs where uh, two people sit down and actually talk it out, uh, you know, give both uh, viewpoints. And I'm left-handed. There you go. And, <laughs> and I'm left-handed. <laughs> for, all the, for all your listeners that don't know and I'm, and I'm fucking left handed I'm a southpaw there you go man <laughs> who would have known look at that they don't know you're, you're, look, look, look at this putt look at this left handed putt he had a, a, a fun debate with a left handed putt <laughs> rock on man well I really appreciate having you on the show man I'm going to have to bring you on for other stuff man because like I said it's always uh, good talking uh, with somebody who's educated about uh, some of the stuff going on and gives a viewpoint and you know because we're out here yelling and all that stuff uh so really appreciate having you on man i'm gonna bring you back you can bet that please do i please do you you got my contact information and uh, i'm gonna do my research next time uh maybe we can uh even though i know the radio is your bread and butter maybe we can find a way to uh eat either um do it on skype or who knows i'll take a flight Rock and roll, man. Paid, and, and, and I'll come down to the show. Awesome, and, man. Uh, we'll get Zoom or something on going on. I got to learn that video stuff better, but uh, I use uh, different software because I'm a radio <laughs> setup. So uh, with that, man, that was a great debate. Great debate there, guy. Uh, thanks for being on, Kale. All right. Thank you. All right, buddy. Man, wasn't that an awesome debate, man. I Again, I'd like to thank KO for coming on. Hopefully, you guys got a lot of educational stuff, uh, you know, from this debate, uh, especially, you know, people freaking uh, actually sitting down and talking to each other. Uh, but before, you know, I go, we got listener call-ins, and I got a real special little presentation here for you guys. Yes, I do. Uh, one person asked, how was the tattoo, owning the tattoo, uh, you know, business and stuff. I'll show you a little clip about uh, commercials that we were shooting. Nice-looking ladies. And also, oh, my God, you're going to laugh. You're going to die laughing. This is what happens uh, you're going to see when, uh, you know, can't back that patch. And in my final thoughts, I'll give it to you more. But take a look. Right there is... Commercial that I was shooting for the shop. You okay? Oh, perfect.
decided to come out. Look at that big motherfucker back there. This one, he's softer than puppy shit. Look at him. Look at him. He looked kind of hard with that Ohio rocker though. Huh? Fucking bitches. Yes, ain't that funny? I almost died for like an hour after watching that thing. They didn't back the patches. I couldn't, you know, that is Iron Order. Uh, they didn't do nothing back. And there's that's one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people don't respect them. You know, leave me a, I know you probably, uh, I should have gave you a warning. Before you watch this video, don't be drinking anything because you're going to spit it out. Uh, but let's go to a listener call-ins and then uh, we'll go for my final thoughts. What's up, Hollywood? This is Corey Graff representing the 618 here in Carbondale. Hey, uh, man, I just got to say, for those putzes that just tore down that and vandalized that memorial for those 9-11 firefighters, you are an absolute P.O.S. I mean, straight up. I mean, I remember 9-11. I was in fourth grade, and I was sitting in elementary school, and I saw that, and then I was just like, crazy i mean and for them to do that that's just ridiculous it's like when they try to tear down the jesus statues because it says it declares white supremacy it's like do those people not realize that in those back in those times that there were mixed races and all of that in the bible i mean just 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 ridiculous and uh you know man uh I will tell you, man, that Harley-Davidson plan, I mean, seems like it's just going to fall straight on their face. I mean, I, it, I, that's how I truly feel about it. But, man, really, I think we really – this show really needs to do a duet with Shows the Ghost with Demons Row TV. And, man, I think that would be an amazing show. You guys are the top two motorcycle uh, club channels on YouTube, man. I think it's about time we did something like that, brother. Anyways, rock on, buddy. What's up, Hollywood? This is Corey Graff. Dude, I got to say, man, I mean, I, I guarantee you little Dave, the national president of the Mongols Motorcycle Club, is probably shaking his head right now because uh, they're trying to save that patch. So this incident really does not help his case at all, or any of the Mongols for that matter. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, I love Mongol Nation. I mean, I love what um, little Dave is trying to implement in his club. and uh, I mean, I'm not a biker. I mean, do I want to get in the lifestyle? Yes, I do. Um, there's no question about that. But And do I wish these two clubs would make peace? Yes, I do. Because, I mean, uh, okay, so I'll give you a, I'll give you a, maybe a good debate. Okay, so how about they think about the brothers that they've had to put in the ground, the brothers that have, you know, they've had to see go to prison, the brothers that between both sides, it, it Nothing good has came out of that. Nothing. And, uh, you know, maybe that's a good debate. Maybe not. I don't know. But uh, anyways, man, uh, get a hold of me, man. Uh, and we'll talk about uh, what we talked about when I emailed you this morning. All right, buddy. Welcome. Okay, that was Corey Graff, man. You, you know, Corey Graff's wall of shame. But my final thoughts on the whole show... It is so cool to get somebody that is logical, 
uh, intelligent to debate you because nowadays in this country you're not going to find so much, especially uh, with politics and you know the way one minority feels about you know a majority that type of deal as far as the stars and bars you know i have my opinion he has his i'm more of the history type of deal as you can see uh with his lineage being a a, a black american uh they don't feel that way they think you know like you said at the end of the show he'd like to see it removed because of what happened i'm one of them guys who says you know what you need that type of stuff to remind yourself that you don't want to go back to that history. And the Stars and Bars is, you know, worldwide known, and I've seen a lot of the comments where people see that as rebellion. And if you actually look at it through the people's eyes of that time, not modern day society, because uh, a lot's changed and evolved since then, but through their eyes, it was about state rights and independence because. That's what they originally signed up for uh, when they signed that constitution. And that was kind of taken away, uh, you know, from them because it was a bigger federal government. And that is the danger of a big federal government is they start ruling you with uh, an iron fist. Here in Illinois, businesses are going under because there are restrictions because this covid you got governors uh abusing their authority you know renewing 30-day freaking stay-at-home orders when in the state constitution here in illinois states that he can only do it 30 days at a time then he has to get approval from uh the state legislator so that is one of the things that uh people really feared uh, during the Civil War time was the overreaching power of the federal government. You know, they didn't want to give them a say. You know, they tried to restrict uh, what's going on. Basically, it was a north-south deal, yes. But what's going on now is we're in a soft civil war. And, you know, if it ever escalates to, uh, you know, Americans firing against Americans, and yes, it can happen. Just look around the world. Uh, it happened to the Soviet Union. A lot of people don't understand that. The Soviet Union was a monster of a freaking country. It expanded half of Europe, had influence all over the place, had uh, the nuclear missiles aimed right at us. But they were taken down. Taken down in the Civil War right there. So uh, with that, let me know your guys' comments, your thoughts, uh, your viewpoints. If you want to leave your thoughts on the hotline, 847-957-1686. Uh, I'll play it on the hotline and all that good stuff. So with that, let me know what other kind of news you'd like to have covered. I'm always going to cover biker news every uh, show, but I like to put some other stuff in there. Uh, keep it uh, interesting, if you would say. So with that, I'll talk to you guys later. Hopefully you enjoyed the show and the debate. Thanks, Gail, for coming on. It was fun. I say goodbye. Goodbye. Baboos. Adios. Ciao. So long. Get your hat jacked. Now we're going to go to the iHeart Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari. Join our YouTube channel and get Motorcycle Madhouse and tons of videos related to the bikers. Join now!
now by subscribing for free and become part of the crowd today. Always free and always entertaining. Don't forget to visit us at www.harleyliberty.com for your daily biker news. Rock on!